Hey there, welcome to Start Yours, a podcast by Obolo about what it's like to start your own thing. I'm Alicia McCormack, and in this episode, I'm going to share a story of risk, how to find that winning niche, and also how to crack the magic million dollar mark. We've actually got some episodes coming up very soon on the show talking a little bit more about this very topic, but I thought it'd be great to share Pierre's story with you today. That was featured on the obelo.com blog, but I think it is one of those stories that is really worth repeating. Back in 2015, Pierre Emmanuel leaped into the unknown when he and his wife relocated from France to the United States. Now that's a big thing in its own. It's a really big step. And with a background in marketing, Pierre took a job as a director of digital marketing for a really big Nevada-based company. However, because his wife's visa didn't allow her to work right away in the US, he needed to find a way to make some extra money to support his family. And this is a common theme. A lot of people start a drop shipping or e-commerce store because they want a bit of side cash. They want to start a side hustle, get a little bit of extra coin in their pockets at the end of each month. And Pierre did that very thing because he discovered that some of his clients were drop shipping using Obelo and Shopify. And he thought he'd give it a crack. He thought he would try it out for himself. And lucky for Pierre and lucky for all of us now, it was a match made in heaven. Over the next few years, Pierre built his store, which is in the problem-solving niche, to the point of making over $1.6 million in revenue. And that success has allowed him to provide a more than comfortable lifestyle for his wife and young son. They're not having to worry about paychecks and where their money is coming from. So in this episode, I wanted to share with you some of the techniques Pierre used to grow his store and, of course, how he finds his winning products. The saying goes that pressure makes diamonds, but for Pierre, it was more like dollar bills. As I mentioned, his wife couldn't work, Pierre needed to find a way to make extra cash, and he wanted to find something that could offer high returns on his precious time that he invested in it. He had a young family. He was already working a full-time job. So step one for him was something we've covered on Start Yours was to use the skills he already had. So he created an Upwork profile and took on extra digital marketing clients. He helped his customers advertise their e-commerce stores on Google, and he learned more about the business model of e-commerce. He told us that he'd met some clients that were doing dropshipping. He heard about Obolo and how easy it was to start a dropshipping store with integrating it into the Shopify system. He said that he found it so amazing that he immediately wanted to give it a go. After researching a little more, he discovered how quickly he could start a dropshipping business. And it is quick, everyone. All you need to do is head to obelo.com, connect a Shopify store, which you can create on the spot, and you are off to the races. And while, as we always mention, it's certainly something that does require time and a little bit of money to set up, Pierre could see that the initial investment would be returned many times over if he applied his prior knowledge, that is his marketing skills correctly. He said that he realized he didn't need anyone. He was able to do it all by himself in a really quick manner. So it was appealing for him just to test it out because most of the dropshipping businesses really are about having digital marketing skills to advertise online. Once you find the product, you just got to figure out 
who to sell it to and how to sell it, which sounds simple, not always that simple, but it really is about marketing. Knowing that he did possess the marketing knowledge to make his store a success, Pierre started a website and sourced products using obolo.com. After some testing, he found one item that was selling really well, which he calls his first winning item. That is the one that gives you the magic glow. You hear the cha-ching sounds and you feel like you might be on the path to success. Finding a winning product can be difficult. We've talked about this a lot on the show. And while popularity is important, it's not the only thing that determines if a product is a big winner. If a product is not particularly high quality, there's a good chance that customers will have complaints. You may need to send customers replacement items. They need to return things. They're going to be waiting for it. You might have to issue refunds. In either case, this means your profits will start to take a bit of a beating. And as Pierre mentioned to us, although his first winning product was still wildly popular, he could see that his business wasn't going to survive unless he found a better quality version of that product. Because he had to process a high number of returns, it meant a reduced profit margin, which is something you really need to think about. If something is cheap and nasty and uh, sells really well, but you need to do all of the work and process returns and give people money back, it's really counterproductive. And unhappy customers can also result in lousy, lousy, lousy customer feedback, which means that if you are advertising on Facebook, your ads might be suspended, your Facebook account might be shut down. That sounds really dramatic, but it can happen. So for Pierre, thankfully, after dealing with a flood of returns and annoyed customers, he found a solution to benefit everyone. He went to market, did his research and found a metal version of the item, which was formerly plastic that he was selling. And then he said, after that, it sold very, very well. So the first major hurdle for him and the big lesson was that quality really does matter. The second issue that Pierre came across was the challenge that many dropshippers face and something that people don't talk about very often because it's not super sexy and that is cash flow. Something that happens to a lot of dropshippers and Pierre said this happened to him is that PayPal reserved a part of his money and Shopify does this as well for the first two months. Realizing that he didn't have a lot of chargebacks, finally they released everything. Now they do this to make sure that you're not just flooding the market, making a lot of money, and then leaving with your customer's money without giving a product. This is an assurance that you're going to run a legitimate business. We all have been in this position before where you have this sort of hold on your account and you need to get through the first couple of months to make that happen. If money gets reserved as a store is trying to scale, it can make things really tricky. Suddenly things are taken out of your hands as a merchant and you need to prove that orders are getting fulfilled to have a chance of the reserve being removed from your account. So the solution for that, if you're in this situation, is keeping good, easily accessible records. And it's a great way to ensure any problems you have with cash flow will be resolved really quickly and before it can impact your business. Thankfully for Pierre, he was able to overcome these cash flow problems and continue to scale his store quickly. With his product selling really well, Pierre decided to scale things and get professional with his ads, which is something that a lot of the people that I've interviewed, the successful merchants, 
have said that if you have the investment capital, if you can invest in good photography or hiring someone to edit your videos professionally, this is where it can really pay off. Pierre said he decided to do a video for his ad. So he paid a professional to put together a 45 second ad and it worked really well. He said his initial investment was $2,700 for the product video. And the final product was fantastic. It was well branded with his store's name and logo. And he used that video to start scaling up Facebook ads. And that is when things really took off for him. What's interesting to me is you can grab your product images from AliExpress. You can do a bit of Photoshopping. But if you have the skills and the inclination to produce your own product photography and video, you can add a logo. It's all about branding and marketing. It can make such a difference if people are scrolling through Instagram or looking through Facebook that you have your own brand. You're not just replicating what everyone else is doing. For Pierre, with the cash pouring in, he had a real success on his hands and he knew better than to let success or failure rest on just one product. Instead, Pierre dedicated time to finding new potential winners using a simple two-step process. And this system helped him really quickly to figure out if an item is worth his time and money. First, and I love this suggestion, Pierre would do something that Facebook has made actually really easy thanks to its page transparency section on all Facebook pages. So you can actually spy a little bit on your competitors to see the number of views they've had on their ads. So Pierre says, because he's a digital marketer, it's his job that an ad uh, that has 1 million views is probably an ad that is working because if not, they're spending a lot of money on nothing. Once Pierre established that the product had worked for someone else, Pierre then said it was worth testing his own money on it. So the second part of his testing process is putting the items in his store, creating his own ads and trying to make sales. However, as Pierre learned, this doesn't always mean that the product will sell well. And Pierre admits that he probably did lose a lot of money using this sort of system, especially if he added up all of the products that he tried to sell and didn't work. However, if a product is going really, really well and it's working, he admits that it's like trying 10 products that aren't working, one really works, and there you get your money back. Although it's reasonably straightforward, it feels obvious, but some of the best ideas are Pierre's simple product validation system has worked really well for him and it's resulted in a bunch of winning products. And those products sold so well that now, as of the end of last year, he has made over a million dollars in his dropshipping store. And did I mention that he is still running his whole operation while working full time? So what excites me to share with you is that Pierre really was transparent when he spoke to us. He wanted to share how he made the money and how much money he spent to get to that million dollar mark. Of course, high revenue is one thing, but we all know that the sales didn't come for free. As much as we'd love to say it was all organic, it wasn't. So let's dig into how much of the $988,000 that he spent was spent acquiring sales. So Pierre shared his Facebook business numbers with us. And I'm just going to go through a couple of the key figures that I think are really interesting, especially if you are about to launch a Facebook campaign. Of course, I'm talking big numbers because Pierre went hard and went home with a lot of cash in his pocket. But 
you can take some of the techniques that he is using and has used and put it into your own Facebook ads account and spend $50 and still get similar results. So we can see uh, that Pierre spent $593,000 in 2019 on Facebook ads. That's half a million dollars, over half a million dollars. Some simple maths tells us that the remaining 395000 so remember, he spent $988,000 in total. The remaining 395000 accounts for product costs, additional advertising, miscellaneous costs, such as like hiring freelancers and Shopify subscriptions, and of course, profit. Pierre revealed that his profit margin is about 12%. So while this may seem on the low end, generally, we see dropshippers with profit margins of anywhere between 10 and 20%. So it's all part of the overall plan. So when you hear someone's made a million dollars, it's really important to remember that that's probably not profit. They probably had to spend a bunch of cash to even get anywhere near that figure. And that is a-okay. Pierre told us the profit margin that he makes is 12% because he spends a lot on Facebook ads. But his strategy is to spend a lot, the bigger the volume, the bigger the sales at your end, and it works for him. He's a risk taker. He knows he's going to make the money back, so it's worth his time and energy. But by the time Q4 in 2019 rolled around, so this is pre-pandemic, Pierre was spending around $100,000 a month on Facebook ads. And luckily, Pierre was used to spending big amounts for his clients. He's in the digital marketing world. People spend this sort of money every day. So despite spending such big amounts on ads, it, it didn't overwhelm him. It didn't freak him out. <laughs> I say that because it still makes my tummy lurch a little bit thinking about that sort of money. It's a house deposit. Even in his first month, Pierre spent really big. He lost $7,000 to train his Facebook pixel, but the tactic worked because the following month he made $20,000. With Pierre making almost a million dollars in sales last year and $1.6 million in sales in the previous 21 months, his store name and brand have become relatively established. And and while he primarily spends money on Facebook ads to gain sales, he also does run Google ad campaigns to protect his brand. So he told us that he has these little campaigns mainly on his brand name to protect it. So he pays money to make sure that he's top of the list when it comes up in Google search. And because he has a lot of traffic with Facebook as people are still looking for his brand name on Google, it's a good return on investment. Also, it's worth noting that Pierre does this because there's nothing to stop your competitors from bidding on your brand name and brand keywords in Google AdWord campaigns. And it might sound like a frustrating thing to have to think about and to pay money to do. But as Pierre says, it is all part of the game. Everyone does it. He's not the only person doing it. He said that he advertises on the brand names of his competitors as well. On Google, it's mainly to protect his brand name, but he wants to have every chance for someone looking for his brand name and to protect it to make sure that no one else is doing the same thing. So what is next for Pierre? So after building his store and developing systems to let him replicate his success, which is the, really the magic thing, if you can do it once, you can do it over and over again. Pierre has enjoyed the spirit of success over the last few years. He's currently working with 
a supplier and an agent who help ensure that there's always enough stock to fulfill orders. So when you get that winning product, you want to make sure you can keep buying it and keep selling it on. Working with both a supplier and an agent is particularly useful as he has started selling his most popular products on Amazon as well as his Shopify store, which has given him a lot of room to grow this side of the business. This is where it really helps to white label your products to actually go into production. If you find a winning product that you can replicate, add your brand to it, Amazon is a great place to do it. Pierre said that The volume is way less on Amazon, but he's just starting out and it's only been a couple of months. His dropshipping store is still huge, but Amazon is a completely new audience for him. Alongside that, Pierre is always adding new potential winning products to his store and to try and reach as many people as possible. And he's even considering launching a new dropshipping business in a whole new niche. But despite dropshipping for almost two years, nothing is ever smooth sailing and Pierre still has encountered some quite major obstacles, which included a massive supply issue right in the middle of the busy period leading into the holidays in 2019. He told us that the main supplier went bankrupt and he had to source from another bigger supplier and it was a huge process. He had a lot of questions for them because he was selling a lot of product and he needed to know that the new supplier was able to deliver them. It's trust building. It's making sure that you find someone that works, someone that is going to be able to represent your brand and actually come through with their end of the deal. More recently for Pierre, Facebook ads have also been causing him a bit of concern. He admitted that Facebook hasn't always been smooth sailing with the changing of algorithms, with the pandemic coming into play, that the CPMs that he was receiving for his original ads aren't as high anymore. And even with all of his prior knowledge in digital marketing, sometimes you just don't have a solution and you need to power on, tweak your ads, scale up, spend less budget, spend more budget, figure out what's working, what's not, and keep going. And that's what Pierre wants all dropshippers to know. Sometimes the sales will be constant, while other times it might be harder to get that winning sale. I like this quote to end. He told us, I mean, for people trying to launch a business with Obolo and Shopify, if you find it really rough in the first month, maybe you're just in the wrong period. Maybe it's the wrong time of year. Maybe wait a couple of months and it could go really well. There are always ups and downs in business, but you have to be persistent and you have to stick with the course to get your success. I love that. And that is the message we want to give you. Even if you have a general store, a niche store, and you're powering in, you're putting all of your money and energy into it, and it's not working, listen to people like Pierre. You will be persistent. You will find the right product, but it does require time and energy. The overnight success sort of myth is really hard to get and it's very unattainable for so many people. But if you are out there and you are really giving it a crack, you're doing your research, you're logging on to the website every day, you're adding new products, you're removing products, you are doing your research like Pierre did with Facebook ads, checking out what's working for other people, white labeling, making sure that you are being able to present great imagery and product videos, you will succeed. 
If you would like to learn more about dropshipping, about running a business, about starting your own thing, then I highly recommend you head to obolo.com, put your email address in, download Dropshipping 101, which is a great introductory course. It talks you through all of the steps. And of course, subscribe to this podcast. We've produced over 50 episodes of the show and we have so much free information out there to help guide you through this process, no matter what business you are launching. I love hearing from listeners. So if you would like to get in touch and share your story or you have a tip or a suggestion for an upcoming episode, then please get in touch. Podcast at obelo.com is where you can connect with myself and the Obelo team. We would love to hear from you. Okay, until next week's episode of the show, we'll see you soon.